Welcome back, everybody, to the Cold Classics Podcast. Cameron Jones here, as always, with Mark Nussel, Jordan Jones. Wow, you're really, really making the delay there. Uh, we are back with you. Uh, with uh, This actually might be a uh, Cold Classic because it went on to have a franchise, and that's typically a good sign if it makes a bunch of shitty sequels. And uh, this one did it in spades. We are doing the 2000 teen horror film, Final Destination. Okay, so this is like in the wheelhouse of those like really actually fun, innovative 90s teen horror movies, I'll say. This is a clear classic example of why you don't go on those high school trips. You should just put the money together <laughs> and go on your own fucking trip. True that. <laughs> Premonition could probably easily be called that. This movie is one of the horror movies that leans into just, like, a, a fun kill factor. You're, like, just looking forward to each character dying, even if you like him kind of situation. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me dead. <laughs> <laughs> Starring, we have Devin Sawa. Sawa. Uh, he plays Alex Browning. Allie Larder, uh, she plays Clear Rivers. Next up, we have Kerr Smith. He plays Carter. Sean William Scott plays Billy. Uh, director, James Wong. This is a fun movie where it's not... Uh, who done it, but it's a who's next and how kind of situation. Have you ever had a chance to write a movie and you're like, we're bringing down John Denver every chance we fucking get? <laughs> we paid for that damn song, we're gonna use it. <laughs> get me that big bopper. Whoa, 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 too much, too much. Get me Richie Valls. No, 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 no. Uh, could we afford John Denver? Yes. Get me John Denver. Final Destination. Alrighty, let's move on to cast and crew. Um, starring, we have Devin Sawa. Sawa, uh, he plays Alex Browning. Um, where do you guys recognize him from? Uh, Idle Hands, and that's about all I can think of. Couple he fun plays, ones. He plays a live action Casper at the end of yeah, Casper. He's, oh, yeah, right. he's the live, and he's uh, in Little Giants. Yep. Oh, yep. That Little Giants. Cool, cool, cool. I know those two roles. I loved Idle Hands, but I know those two roles because girls had crushes on live action Casper and the quarterback from Little Giants when we were kids. <laughs> Weird. And that's this motherfucker. Allie Larder, uh, she plays Clear Rivers, uh, the 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 interest, I guess. Um, yeah. She's in the second one. That's where I really know her from. I mean, you know her from, I mean, Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back. But uh, it looks also like she's she in Resident she, Evil. She was also in Heroes, uh, the original. Okay, okay. Um, so here's a movie that I knew her from when we were kids. You remember American Outlaw? Like Colin oh, yeah, not Farrell's a good movie, first but you movie? like it. Yeah, I loved it. It's a dumb movie about Jesse James, <laughs> real bad. And she's uh, his girlfriend in it. Next up, we have Kerr Smith. He plays Carter, kind of the, the douchey guy with the, with the I, I, really the rest of the cast except car. for until we get to sean william scott the rest i don't know i don't think i know him from anything yeah i, I couldn't recognize him for anything same with uh kristen kristen cloak she plays the teacher that survives yeah um, she, oh. she didn't seem familiar she looks like a few actresses for my recasting i'll get to but i didn't know her from anything yeah i got it looks like uh daniel roebuck plays agent ween he uh, does look familiar but i didn't look into that at all so we've been on kind of like a Disney Channel original movie kind of thing with uh, with Disney Plus. He plays the dad in Quince with like the five. Ba- I don't. 
I don't. I, I didn't don't recognize him that from that, but I saw that he was the dad in that. I don't, I don't um, think I know that one. The other agent is Roger Smith. Didn't really recognize him from anything either. Uh, <laughs> we're going to keep doing that for a sec here. Chad Danella is Todd. Good Beats guy. Me. Beats me. Good guy. Good guy. Yeah, I don't have him from anything. And then next up, we have probably the the more the more known uh, actors in the film. Sean William Scott plays Billy. I mean, obviously, you Stifler. know him from Stifler, American Pie, or Stifler. also I'm going to say best role though, role models. Role models is a good one. Uh, oh, the goon. Goon. goon's goon. a good one for him. I like goon. But I mean, he's 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 Stifler. Uh, Tony Todd plays Bloodworth, who I assume to be Death. Uh, he's can- uh, Candyman. Yeah, he's and, candy I, and I do like a good ca- cameo like that within horror movies. I feel like horror franchises always franchises always. Scariest part of this fucking movie. I was watching it. I'm like, Megan, that's Candyman. <laughs> now I'm terrified. <laughs> oh, do you know they're remaking that with like, uh, I think Jordan Peele. Oh yeah, he's yeah, directing yeah, yeah. it or producing for sure. But they're just mm. doing a remake of Candyman based in Chicago again. Uh, do we have anyone else for the crew? Who's the director uh, of this? Oh, the director. Yeah, we didn't even touch on that. Uh, director James Wong. He didn't direct the second one, but he came back to direct the third one because I guess they're like, well, <laughs> shit, we need him back. We need the master back. Uh, he produced some X-Files stuff. Actually, a lot of these no-name guys looks like they were in X-Files along with just everybody and their brother. It seems like everybody just went through X-Files at one point. Uh, there, There's an interesting link to that that we'll get to in Unverified. Okay, nice. Um, yeah. Everybody who died in the plane crash seemed to be no names that I didn't really recognize. Um, oh, here's a fun crew member, though. Let's see. Robert McCallahan? McClellan? Um, he was the cinematographer for this movie and Game of Thrones, Westworld, Ray Donovan, some pretty big shows. So. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, that's, that's all I have, though, for cast and crew. Yeah, I mean, a few big names in there from the 90s that we all remember for sure, but, you know, a few that were a little harder to place. Uh, moving on to Unverified. 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 All right, welcome back to Unverified. We're talking Final Destination, 2000's Final Destination, everybody. Or as it, you just got wildly close to the camera there. Or to- as it's known in Chinese, the death of the the death. Oh, let me try that again. Or as it is in China. Oh my God. Or the Chinese title for it, the Death God Comes. The Death Die Comes. The Death God Comes. The, the Night Man Cometh. Comes. The Night Man Cometh. Ah. Uh-huh. That's uh, the Night Man. Right? That's sure it. And yeah. the day, ma'am. Uh, per usual, this is going to be me just pretty much regurgitating stuff I found on Internet well, Movie Database. Well, I'm going to start first because I never speak in these and I'm just getting one out. Uh, yeah, the yeah. story was originally the concept of um, an abandoned X-Files episode from 1993. Ah, there's yeah, but, where we've come full circle. And it feels like it. It was inspired by the 1984 horror movie Soul Survivor, which I've never seen or heard of. Uh, that's Mar- the Mark Wahlberg one, right? Or that? No, that's Lone Survivor. That's Lone Survivor. Don't that's get me started Survivor. on those type of books. Oh, you're <laughs> a hero? Says who? The only person that survived? I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. 
Uh, in the opening scene, Devin Sawa, uh, Alex, was pretending to be asleep, uh, but in during filming, he actually fell asleep for four hours. My question is, why I didn't did, get that. What? Why, why did they let him sleep for four hours? Everybody's just like, oh, sh- don't, oh sh- don't, don't, don't wake, wake him. him. I mean, if you let don't have any lines, it's, it's it. a character choice. He's a really bad actor. Real bad actor. Uh, that is also true. I mean, I guess if you need a sleeping shot, might as well just get him while he's out. Uh, Kerr Smith and Sean William Scott took motion sickness pills uh, before each plane crash take and were half asleep in those scenes. That's why they aren't showing up that much. What they were trying to say is they took a bunch of stuff and zonked the fuck out. They were a little loopy on some stuff. I don't want to bring this up, but I think they couldn't take close up shots. Uh, The exterior of Miss Luton's house uh, was built in five days. And the residents in Vancouver liked it so much. They were like, oh, don't blow it up. It's such a nice house, eh? But they blew oh, it up a couple anyway. two tree uh, houses down there, eh? That's okay if it don't got insulation. We'll drink Labatt's. <laughs> Keep us warm during the winter. Get some poutine. You know how it is. Uh, uh, go on. Uh, so a lot of these facts, uh, I will say, just like I stopped writing uh, a lot of them down, but just like two kind of throwaways. Uh, there's a lot of just little Easter eggs about like things that like may- maybe mean death in a different language or like oh, numbers. This movie is just like an Easter egg patch. If it, that it really even is. exists. Uh, but like, for instance, Todd, the, the best friend character that dies, it's Todd with one D and in German, that means death. Uh, likewise, the owl coming up to the window in many cultures, uh, an owl is like a symbol of death. Oh, that's not good for me. That doesn't bother Why, why do owls hover owls around lately. you or some stuff? Oh, no. There's always a pack of owls circling me. I just thought I was going to get my letter from Hogwarts. I'm like, oh, cool. Instead, they I'm so it. just Hooters. It's just death. Oh yeah, Hooters. Oh yeah, Hooters. Yeah, that's their logo. Uh, it's an owl. Apparently, like there's um, like a what do you call it? It's not a, it's not a flash for it. It's like a premonition, like premonition or whatever. No, it's there, no. This is so easy, guys. What are we? It's um, foreshadowing. Hello. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they like foreshadow foreshadowing like to like everybody's death. Apparently, well, that's um, what this whole franchise is. Yeah, no, I know, but sh- like sometimes you have to rewatch a movie to be like, "Oh, clever!" But this one, they're like, "That's how it's gonna happen, guys." There's I a bus. There's a bus coming. No, Apparently I don't mean when the his premonition. Her, there's like blood splatter on on their faces, and there's like a seven or something signifying the seven people who survived. Oh. There's little. Th- I guess uh, on like the baggage claim, the baggage carrier uh, when when they're boarding the plane. If you look down, it says six six six. Um, I read this fact and this one pissed me off. They're like, if you notice on one of the tags, it says final destination. I'm like, yeah, that's a luggage tag. It would say oh, where it's you going my, to. You saw my message. I got on the blogs. I was writing some stuff <laughs> down. It's not, that's just like a fact. That's just what they write there. That's not just like an Easter egg. It's like what would be on there. No, I, I guess I wasn't referring to those. I'm just saying like they would show things like at the beginning of the movie, like there's going to be a plane crash. No, no, I, no. I'm agreeing with all those. That I'm saying there's one I found happened. that I was pissed off about that they had a, as a fact. That's not a fact. That's just something that's just in the movie. No. They totally slipped in the title Final Destination when they were saying he was going to land in Paris. I think they have another Final Destination. It's in a song. It, all The only line you hear from is like, da-da-da-da, Final Destination. Oh, yeah, destination. that song is shit. Yeah. It almost feels like it was made for the movie. For the movie? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if it was a real We can only hope. Yeah, if it wasn't, I respect it. Uh, this is just kind of a funny one. Uh, you know the shot at the beginning where it's Alex's clock and it's like flicking from like 1, like 1 a.m. to 180? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that shot took five days to get right. 
What? <laughs> yeah. What? Did you, did as you, long I, as the construction for the teacher's house. I yeah. don't know. I don't know why. But John, just... we're going to get this, John. Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, this isn't, at, least, um, it, at least back then they were burning real film. It wasn't digital. And, okay, actually, this is something kind of interesting. What do you guys think of this? So you you see 180 pop up all the time in the movie. You also see like seven, like set Boeing, like 77, and like the air, the, the type of aircraft. Thank you, 747, the type of aircraft, and a bunch of other things. But the reason we see 180 so much is they were on flight 180, and originally the title for the film was Flight 180, but it was coming around out around the time of Air Force One and Con Air, and the studio got uh, scared that they were gonna just kind of get scared, like lost. In the shuffle of all these plane movies or like plane titles so they switched it kind of last second to final destination but that's why there's so much 180 in there because it, it would make so much more sense with the title too this one isn't really an unverified it's more of a comment but i saw it on like the trivia section of imdb so i'm just gonna say it anyways uh this film was released obviously before 9 11 uh if it'd been released after the flight would have just been canceled and never departed and everybody just would have had to get off the plane, given that incident. Um, I thought that big time. So yeah, it just would have never happened, or it would have happened differently. I mean, I just—I mean, what's if no one? Then no one would have died, really. Then it's like, oh well, everybody survived. Now they have to kill the entire flight. I feel like people would start noticing that happening. No, it would have <laughs> right? just been a faster movie. <laughs> I didn't even think we would have to kill honestly. a lot of people. A lot of more bus deaths. <laughs> bus. Uh, the scene where Carter elbows Billy in the face was added in because I guess the during that scene, Sean William Scott had a sore lip, so to hide it, they they just put the blood on his face for the makeup, so they had to put in why that's there. Sounds like Stifler had a little bit of the herp. So mm, that's what they're insinuating that. that he had herpes or got punched. Well, it says his lip was sore. Yeah, you just <laughs> said lip sore. That's called herpes. Yeah, I said I said those words. But in a different order. Yeah, I saw this one, so this is this is uh, for you, Cameron. Uh, Claire's cabin in the woods. Mm -hmm. Same cabin used in Lake Placid. Yeah, I read that too. And uh, like, I that movie. Nineteen ninety six is Lake Placid, starring somebody and somebody, but uh, but Oliver Platt's in it, and I like that motherfucker. I want to slow you down here a little quick. I don't want you to just brush past this. What what'd you call her? Claire. Oh, you're right. Is it clear? It's. It's clear. Oh, yeah. It's pretty frustrating. It is that, frustrating. That itself, that's, yeah. I think, it's my, my number one animosity. It's tough. That's my number one animosity. Oh, I saw it. I'm like, why? Uh, this, is kind of a, uh, this is kind of a messed up one, but a lot of the footage of the plane crash and like the news was actually the plane crash in, of July 1996, the TW Flight 800 off of Long Island, New York. And they also kind of based this off of like uh, another uh, plane that went down that did have like... Uh, and it, like a some sort of school trip going on, but I think it was more from like the seventies kind of thing. Yeah, when I read that, I, I tried to remember Marshall, we are Marshall, the nineteen seventy one. Uh, oh, it probably was We Are Marshall. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. There's um, if we're comparing this movie to that movie, who's our main character? What's his name? Alex. Yeah, Alex. Right. right? So Alex, Alex has his like guilt or whatever, uh, but he's kind of fueled by. Like figuring out what death did to to avoid him, the guy from U.S. Marshals right. like, don't drink that case of beer, or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, people mourn uh, in different ways. 
I did have it all written down, but like literally every single character in this movie is either named after like a horror writer, like the the original, like no, the writer of Nosferatu is one of the names. Like it just goes on through a bunch of stuff. And the was reason- his name clear? I don't know about that one. That's just annoying. I assume because it's so annoying, it is somebody though. But apparently, oh the no, direct- that, is, that it's fuck. What is it? There's there's a fact on it. It's like the director's friend or something. I don't know. Uh, but apparently, though, I did read this that the reason that the director got the job was because he was known to have like a deep um, just vat of information on like old Hollywood horror stuff and just kind of like that scene in general so they kind of wanted that in there for those easter eggs i guess i mean it seemed like they were definitely playing a lot of homages and we'll get to that probably we can yeah. talk about it yeah, they wanted someone who could at least have that sort of insight into the the horror world the old classic horror too which is fun all right moving on to likes and favorite aspects likes and favorite aspects back to likes and favorite aspects what do you guys got for this um Although I think my list is, is empty, but I'm gonna just spitball with you guys here. Um, th- this is to piggyback kind of where we ended the last conversation. The beginning sequence feels like um, an homage to Twilight Zone episodes, the Twilight Zone movie, and, and like horror movies of that time. I think ultimately mm-hmm. it's 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 heavy-handed and actually very very bad. But I, I like that they <laughs> right. had all those nods. It 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 felt very. Um, genre-esque. It, it and does I like feel it. like an episode of Twilight Zone X-Files, and I, mm-hmm. I kind of like that uh, with it. I, I agree with what you're saying there. Um, I think my favorite aspect of this, though, is like kind of just the mystery of it. Again, it's not like a, your usual like slash, like killer, like big holly, like summer teen scary movie with, where you're guessing who the killer is, but instead it's just like how, and how are they going to die, and how are they going to avoid it kind of thing. Uh, this is actually with kind of going along with that um like ouija is another movie that like doesn't really have a set murderer or killer um there's there's a couple others that kind of go along with the same format most recently truth or dare truth yeah or dare. yeah okay. you guys remember truth or dare that's, uh, a, that's, a, that's a bad movie um, i've not seen it but um it, it follows right isn't it kind of like that isn't no like that? oh no you gotta have sex that's it pretty better. much follows you and then murders you do you want to actually know what my favorite part of this movie is? That. It reminded me like, oh, yeah, I should watch The Faculty. Ooh, <laughs> get ready for my recasting. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure everybody's recasting. But more than anything, it made me be like, oh, yeah, there's movies that are like this that I like better. Yeah. And I'm going to watch them sometime. Uh, by the way, I also watched The Faculty recently, and you should do it. It's good. It's really good. And Idle Hands. I mean, you got... Oh, that actually guy- did make me think like, oh, I got to find Idle Hands. <sighs> We'll do it for the podcast sometime. I I, I like Let's that. Let's save that for Halloween. That's funny. a cool classic. Yeah, and it's got a good Halloween feel too. I feel like sure they does. actually might be set around Halloween. I think it is. We'll we'll save that one for um, them. It's fun. So that's my favorite part of it. And yeah. seen pre nine eleven or Jordan. I know you don't really <laughs> like the movie per se, but uh, I think it is pretty watchable just for like, oh, for yeah, what it is for sure. Bubblegum horror. Yeah, like again, like th- no, no, no. I don't. I don't dislike it. It's just like it made me think of. Better movie, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I don't even know better movies, just movies I'm more accustomed that I watched as a kid. So I'm like, ah, I should watch Faculty. I saw this so movie this, pretty this young, genre. and like, it honestly kind of scared the shit out of me when I first saw it. It's perfect. So like, if you saw it around the time it came out, you were probably like, what, a fourth grader, something yeah, like, like 10 that. Years old, yeah. Yeah. So it's like the perfect like uh, PG-13 horror movie for a kid, you know. Although they With do a say a couple of hooters. 
They show one pair of boobies. It's great. In print. They say fuck in a print. ton, though. I will say that. Do they? Yeah. They really do. They say fuck a lot in this movie. Huh. Um, you want to move over to... Uh... Yeah. Oh, I just... Uh, I mean, uh, just... Token, uh, lo- love love the 90s midriff, the late 2000s. Well, yeah. Always have, always will. I mean, I said this kind of earlier, but I do just love the... Nin- she, she changed four outfits. Every one of them midriff. <laughs> uh, I, I already kind of said this... That. I already kind of said Give this. Give the people what they want. Sorry, Cameron. You're good. Go ahead. I already kind of said this earlier, but again, just like this was in the time of like these like awesome '90s like teen horror films that I don't know. Now they all just kind of suck. I feel like like we were even saying Unfriended and Ouija, and they're all just kind of I don't I can't even describe how they're trash, but they're just not the same. It's not that '90s feel. It's not Scream, you know. This not- so the, I mean I'll, I'll get what you're saying. I'm gonna give like a window to like 2000 late '90s two early or three. 2000. Yeah, that like. Yeah, that this, well, yeah, that, this feels like the, that I'm, latches on to '90s. I'm calling it mm-hmm. '90s. I really should. We should even almost go to like 2010 to be real. Maybe even a little under that. You're right. I mean, 2005. Honestly, like the movie is from 2000. Yeah, somewhere in there. Not just '90s. You're, that, 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 that's true. Late '90s, early 2000s. That's what it is. You've got the early '90s horror stuff and the late '80s, which almost feels like thing. '80s. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the resurgence of because of Scream. I know what you did last summer. This like high school teen. This is exactly Pop, like I kind of, did last summer. It's like yeah, yeah I mean it's 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 like that, which um, was very prevalent when we were kids. So watching this, like you know, if you've been following along with the podcast, we're in a nostalgia run right now, True. pretty heavily. So either we'll get out of it or we'll just ride it for the end of days. You know, <laughs> whichever comes. I who's to say? Either way, we're moving on to questions, comments, animosities. Questions, comments, animosity. I'm going to start this off with something kind of petty. Just a little bit of animosity. Long opening credits. I mean, they're fine visuals, but it's just, it really was kind of long. I don't know. That's all. Moving on. It gave, yeah, gave me enough time to like set up my, my notes and things like... <laughs> It was kind of long. I'm like, fuck, this is still going. I was watching it during my lunch break, and I was like, Jesus, I only have so long here. Let's get to some stories. So that's probably kind of why, but... To go on to that, it was heavy-handed opening credits. Like, hey, they're going to crash. They're going (laughs) to crash this plane. Which (laughs) is fine. I'm fine with that. But it was like, okay, okay, we know, we know, we know. They're going to crash. And just kind of going off that, they're like... There was a weird just kind of tone setting at the very beginning, like when uh, he, when he's t- when Alex is talking to his dad. There's like weird tension in the air, and he's like even like you have your whole life ahead of you. And already Alex is looking tense, like do I, do I? And like yeah, you do. You haven't had the premonition yet, so I don't, like it's almost <laughs> like the beginning of uh, oh Shutter Island with Leonardo DiCaprio. Another movie where there's an absurd amount of pre-built tension at the beginning of the film, and nothing's happened yet. Well, um, w- one of the notes is all the tension in this was built solely through music cues, which a lot of movies are. True. Um, but that's that's how I felt. Like, Jordan, it wasn't it's a teen much... movie. How are we going to let these teens know what's happening? The music, brah. No, they're like, I was excited to watch this. Do you guys want to hear a confession? Sure. Turns out I'd never seen this movie. Oh. Really? And yeah, have it you, surprised have me. Have you seen any of the franchise? I've definitely seen clips of them. And I thought I had seen this, but it's been parodied through, you know, other things and jokes. And I knew what it was. I'm like watching it. I'm like, oh, wait, I don't think I've ever actually seen this movie. I just assumed I, I did. I've seen the second yeah. one more. The second one seems more that familiar to me. That one really lived in syndication for a while. Ooh, Mark, the poster you have is for the the, the last one that came out. 
Oh, the final destination. I was complaining about that earlier. This is one of those movies that is, this is the final destination, and the last one that came out was Final Destination, much like The Fast and the Furious. Wait, 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 wait. This movie, the one we're doing right now is called The Final Destination? Yep, and the one you are promoting is Final Destination, which was like a, was, you know, the final, de- you know. Right, right, They're saying it's like over. Yeah, but um, uh, it's not. I'm pretty I sure don't believe you. I'm pretty sure they're in production for Final Destination Five. So I think so, you're, I think you're wrong. No, I'm 100 percent right. On IMDb, it says Final Destination. Yeah, that is a movie, but that's that. Check the date on that. 2000. Mm, check the, the Final Destination then. I'm mean, going to be proven wrong here. I might be. <laughs> Keep it in. People want to know. Well, I have the power. So th- this is weird. <laughs> I thought I was going to watch this with the. The Final Destination was was number is number four and it's two thousand nine. Sorry, bud. I had it backwards. Suck on that, motherfucker. <laughs> um, so I thought I was gonna watch this with like a reminiscent and like this the well, you've never seen it. scope of nostalgia, but I'm like, oh, I haven't watched this. So I felt nostalgia because like it just reminded me of being a kid, you know, like Khak- the costume. And khakis all that. were bigger. Bigger. Khakis were big, whether it be coat or or cargo pants. Lived it, loved it, you know. Um, but so I kind of saw the scope for the first time and compared it to other movies that we watched as a kid, like Faculty, spe- mm-hmm. spe- specifically Scream, and right. those ones like are better. Well, I mean, Scream, it, uh, Scream's like the Cadillac, though. That's like that's like the peak of those ones, in my, in my opinion. It was super funny. It was actually kind of clever. It was yeah, it was but, coming. It was but, like a Wes Craven film, so it was also coming from like a horror legend. So I mean, that makes sense. This one felt good though because it really did feel like a B horror movie. So that was fun. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, it, it's definitely a different vibe. They weren't going for, or maybe they actually probably were kind of going for a thinky because it's like who's next and like solve the mystery. But oh, uh, the plane exploding miles away at the beginning would not shatter those windows. No. Uh, also, no. just question: Like, what? How? Why did that plane just suddenly explode? Like, I know they tried; they did explain it to me somehow. It was a spark in oxygen, and then it exploded in a fireball. Um, I guess the answer is death. But you know, when you're at I guess an airport, that's true. that's true. You know, when you're at an airport prior to the time of COVID, when we're not in quarantine, and you're like, "Why are we waiting here for four hours?" Like, plane needs a part. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's pretty fucking important. Yes, you should wait for those parts and be grateful they get. Wait them. for that part, otherwise you're gonna get final I think destination. They, I think they actually explained it a little better in the third one, I believe. Something oh, really? with the fuel silage, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, that's revisionist history. Yeah, that's uh, this movie. That's like, like, okay, assholes, we're tired of hearing about it. Here's what happened. <laughs> we get a it. wizard. This did is it. what happened. Listen up. We explained it briefly in the first one. Same director Didn't you too. See so our he's like, Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. Or actually, that's probably why they did come back in the third movie. He's like, I thought about it, and here's what happened. I'll I'll come back to this complaint later, but it takes 39 days for death to circle back, like after the memorial, for it to be like, oh, yeah, those kids from that plane. I'm going to kill those motherfuckers now. (laughs) Why did it take so long? I mean, why do you take so long? In my head, death is always like that cool, like, hey, it's death. It's just the job. Sorry. So, like, I feel like he's like, oh, yeah, I got to take care of that. That's like death in my head. Okay, like the cartoon he was working character on other death. projects. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of better. I mean, granted, you're always living on edge and you never know when he's coming back, but at least it's like not like you're always fighting death. It's like, ah, shit, they got away. Well, 
I'm kill that he didn't guy. know they were. Um, Alex did not know death was coming back until the second one of his friends was killed. Is that what we're agreeing on? Yeah, it does seem like after his second friend died because he got a premonition then again. Todd, the first one, they're like, mm, I saw him. I saw him go out. You know what? I wish uh, a revisionist thing. It didn't seem as like prevalent as an idea about in 2000. Mm-hmm. I wish Todd would have had a uh, a boner and been like autorado asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least his parents like hit it. It's like he wasn't killing himself. He was just he just you know it's a stressful time. <laughs> his brother Christ. did just die and all of his friends on a plane. Um if I was thirty nine days uh, ago, get over it, Todd. Uh quick comment, better uh plan if you ask me. If I was death, I'd kill everyone at the memorial. They're all there again. I'd cause something to fall on all of them. <laughs> Well, I thought it'd be funny if... Um, oh my God, I guess the survivors were... were just crushed by the memorial statue. That's how I'd do it. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny if just one of them, and I guess it could maybe be... I, I, well, we'll get into like the best deaths, but maybe like he just got lazier and lazier, and just like one was just like a just a murder. <laughs> just somebody's like, bam, bam, bam. It's like, yeah, I'm a busy guy. I'm death. <laughs> if... Just like they got less and less elaborate or as like, it went or on. Or maybe like less and less like him trying to hide it. And it's clearly like, like it's some guy just knifed up to a wall. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Some of these are kind of like those like Rube Goldberg machines, elaborate deaths. And True. then we have Terry who just gets run over by a bus. Going oh, the speed of you know, sound. Oh, you know the the death's just like oh, awesome. This is this one's super easy. Just like you know, veer the wheel a little bit. <laughs> uh, That's so much. Or easier. they wrote they wrote Terry so secondary. Just the girlfriend of somebody's like, we're not going to waste a big one on Terry. <laughs> <laughs> just true. a bust thing. Uh, um, go ahead. What's the name of Terry's boyfriend? The the dark haired guy. Um, he seems like a Chad, but it's like a no. It is Carter. Carter. Okay. Um. I, I want to ask a question about Carter because mm-hmm. I think either I missed it or Why they just never explained angry it. And where did his dad go? Well, we know his dad went out for cigarettes and he'll be back sometime soon. We know that. That kid is just but, full of rage. <laughs> what? I know... I, I don't know why he's so mad at Alex okay, from the yeah, get. Yeah, let's take it back. Yeah, why would he involve himself in that situation? Like, why is he so mad at him, like, slightly delaying them? I almost feel like it happened even before... Like, as they were getting on the plane. It's like they... He hated Alex already. Now, I get it after everything when you think that this guy's like the uh, curator of death and everything and whatever. Yeah. But, but, but like, he was mad and annoyed from the get go. Like, it was a Conan O'Brien sketch. Yeah, it is weird. It was just like the whole time. So, (laughs) it doesn't seem like I missed anything. Those dumbasses are getting arrested. I don't care even if it's before 9 11. You can't just get in a physical altercation on an airplane and not just get arrested. There ain't uh, pre nine eleven, we can do a lot of stuff in airports. Yeah. A lot more. You, you, you probably you can't smoke on the plane. Fight anywhere. No, I, mean, I know they got into a few scuffles, like in front of the police. They got dragged away, yeah, like by the cops to break it up. They're going to jail, three. even if they didn't feel like, plant that I feel bomb like on the plane. Three hits. Hold up your threes. I feel, I feel like there's three hits, right? Three, like before they got dragged off, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus. Uh, can you imagine though how pissed? Uh, what was his name? Dark hair guy? Carter. Can you imagine how pissed Carter would be if that plane did not explode? <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh, he, God th- damn it. Then this would be an actual serial killer because Carter might kill that man. Yeah, it's probably just like one like cro- like passion of rage. Okay. Rage. Uh, question for you guys. Uh, you realize death is circling back and it will never end. How quickly do you give up? <laughs> 
probably pretty quick. Um, I think after <laughs> the first time it's circling back, you're like, oh, this will never end? Well, actually, I think I would immediately jump to like, someone must take my place. And then I'm just going <laughs> to kill someone, go to jail, and then immediately death's going to come back and have someone just shank me really quick the moment I get in. Well, that's what I said. Like, yeah, maybe the best thing is to go to jail. And then you then you brought up the shank thing. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. you know, riots, just fights, gang wars. Uh, there's plenty of way, uh, co- um, you know, disease. There's plenty of ways. <laughs> of, you, can, you can die. I'm referencing that when you know it's coming. Don't take my foot. <laughs> uh, Jordan is playing the moment of Dances with Wolves when Kevin Costner is going across the field with his arms on the air as bullets fly by. He's got his arms. He's like, just take me now. And that's, it's not worth it. I, w- I mean, I would kind of the answer like that. is like, though. Here, well, here's kind of a fun thing with it. If you notice, most of these people, except for Todd, who slowly got strangled by a wire, which sucks. Everyone else pretty much gets chopped in half or like immediately just squished. So like, it's not that bad, really. It's usually kind of a surprise. So I think I'm just gonna go about my life and like, do 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 do. Oh, I got crushed by a rock. I feel like Todd could have lifted himself up. Oh yeah, no, he's in, or pulled something out. Now I know he's, he's a, dealing with death. He's a dumbass. Todd is the one that got strangled by, I guess, their clothesline, which I've never seen a clothesline like that. It perfectly. Hotels, hotels they have those. I, I'm always sketched out. Oh about really? Too. And it like really? Indiana Jones style, like wrapped around his neck, like it was a fucking whip. It was crazy. Yeah, it was good like connection. fucking uh, Empire Strikes Back. Those fucking uh, just like around. <laughs> oh yeah. Jeez. It is like that. Well, that's um, the weird thing this, about his um, death is like all the other ones are kind of framed around looking like an accident, whereas like his like the water dripping from the toilet, and then it just like kind of like goes back up into the pipe at the end, like it was yeah, death. Yeah, like, death I, had that was been, the only one. That was death coming back and proving a point. He's like, "Hey, no one escapes me." And this kid now <laughs> looks like he fucking killed himself. I'm, I'm like death, and I'm coming himself. for you. Actually, uh, I think Death was just going to make him slip and like bump his head. He's like, Jesus Christ, that got out of hand <laughs> oh, and real heavy. Oh, Whoa. In fact, Todd just- and that's why that's why he creeped real back. It's like, no longer. Something beeped on me. Am I still recording? Let me check. Jesus Christ. I'm still good. Okay, Don't cool. worry. It's or, all good. You know like when animals like it, like, or like a mouse will get in a trap and they'll thrash and make it worse? That's Todd. That's what Todd, Todd. did. In fact, Death, it just seems Death like, even had like a whole second part of the Rube Goldberg machine where he's like, oh, wow, he's not even giving into this like shank I just made back here he was going to fall onto. He was going to impale himself, but okay. In fact, I don't remember that the Death flow came chart. up and just stabbed him once. He's like, well, I just, like, this was so much like, more oh, elaborate originally. I wanted the razor to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, when Todd is shaving right before he gets murdered or whatever, how it, before he dies, why is he shaving dry? Of course you're gonna cut yourself, you yeah. shit. So we can see put some lotion on. Shave. Yeah, he he was a baby face. Oh, and also weird that that like there's just another weird pan in that in the start of that scene of him taking off his pants to take a shit, and that's the second <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shot in the second time in that movie they give us a shot of someone shitting in a stall. Yeah, but that one was, it was second Todd time too. Yeah, I mean, fact, let's just take it back to that shitter. for like. Let's take it back to that for one second. It's weird. It's like Todd going up to everyone, like, "Hey man, seven oh, hours set, flight, take set up shit. this." <laughs> this is this is Todd talking to Alex right before the flight. It's like, "Hey, if you're gonna shit, it's it's eight hours. This one's not gonna clear up the next like seven hours. You know, like I'll probably have to shit again." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know Todd. <laughs> Todd obviously he, he kind of we all knew he was going. I guess while we're starting at the beginning of the movie, um, Alex sees his premonition. He's like, I've got to switch spots right now. Um, say the plane actually flies. He switches for, like, the two cute girls in his class. Mm-hmm. He went from a middle back seat 
to a window seat. Nice pickup. Yeah, huge nice upgrade. Pickup. And nice buy pickup. your best friend for seven hours as opposed to some girl from class. Like even like even if I was, yeah. did have a crush on her, I'd be more like, oh shit, I have to keep this up for like seven hours, kind of thing. You know, that's more pressure. I got a small talk for seven hours. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, in the middle seat. I'm gonna hang out with my friend because it sounds like he's gonna watch Stuart Little. I think he said so. Cool. <laughs> How was he gonna watch that? I don't. They just had one flight movie the whole time, or he brought his own. I don't remember. I never. I never. Well, it's 2000. There's no way he could have brought his own. I didn't fly internationally ever back. Then. I never flew internationally. I don't even know if I flew by 2000. No, long. I didn't. I never did. I've only flown in a post 9-11 world. Uh, Mark, you probably flew before that, right? Yeah. Before 9-11? Handful did, of what was the movie sitch? I don't remember that as much, though. I, you were never taking like probably super long flights, though, right? No, they're always a couple hours. Yeah, I mean, like, like and you never get, you really, you usually don't get, like, flights for movies for that stuff. Or at least definitely not back then. Uh Question, the mortician, who might also be death, is he like that with everybody, or just people that he knows are marked for death? <laughs> um, oh, your grandma's dead? Well, played let me by tell the you. actor who, that, that guy was death. He did not work there. <laughs> well, actually, fun, funny enough. Uh, he said, see I, you I, later. I left this out on the Unverified, but the writer, the writer and director both said, uh, that guy is a human being in the human world. He is not death. Really? Oh, get fucked. The, the, he the is. The creators death. have have come, despite all the fun theory, theory theories that like that's like that's death's human form kind of thing. Apparently, nope. That's just a guy. That's just a weird mortician. They should have leaned into that. That's a be- I mean, it's it's better. Yeah, I would be- too. I like it more when directors are like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean. I might say at least he's the Candyman, which is some form of death. Uh, like that actually be kind not, of funny. I'm like, no, he's not death, but he is the Candyman, and he does he's work the at candy this morgue. Man. <laughs> he works at the morgue. <laughs> Although it seemed like, was it a morgue or what? it seemed like the funeral home, right? Mm, something where bodies are kept and pumped with hoses from the neck. He got transferred from Cabrini Green. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, do you guys want to know like a trickle down? I don't even know what category it, it's in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's a like, but I only like it because um, it's an animosity. So there's two teachers. There's the one that gets off the plane um, that lives mm-hmm. and then eventually dies in that sweet, badass cabin that or house that took five days to build. Yep. Um, the first teacher, their French teacher that spoke French the whole time and was only like, he obviously is really jazzed to go to France, and he's like, I speak French. I'm the French teacher. Right. I was happy as fuck when he died. <laughs> I'm like, that's what you get for being a smug ass. I'm like, I can't wait for that guy to die. Uh, we get it. You're the French teacher. You're just, why are you doing this? Interesting take. Anybody else feel that way? <laughs> uh, okay, just me. Uh, if well, I, keep that or don't keep it. If I walked you. into my son's room and he has all these, like, books about planes and crashes and just like maps laid out and like seems to be like some sort of plot he's got going like it looks like a sort of like pepe sylvia kind of like pepe sylvia pepe sylvia <laughs> there um, is no carol in hr i mean like all, i'd be a little worried about him i mean all around he just does a terrible job at not looking like someone that's killing people like he's at every crime scene he, he leaves his goddamn handprints on that one blade like everywhere he's he's acting like a crazy person in fact i have I a guess quote later i love the biggest but. question why 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 don't they have probable cause to like? Oh yeah, he got charged for that murder. Yeah. Or something. yeah, they already. He's at every crime scene. He's like he he already freaked out. Especially at, after the teachers one. That seems like the oh what? Yeah, smoking gun. Well, that is when that actually kind of is when they are trying to hunt him down. After that point, I guess. That's true, but they all they don't seem like they're. I mean, Todd. Todd to, like, Todd's ruled a suicide. The other one got hit by a bus. I mean. 
Todd's parents and I know they're mourning. Real big dicks. Yeah, the dad. yeah that's a dick. Real big dick. Who do you feel worse for in this movie? I feel bad for the teacher. Teacher, yes. Yeah, God, it's pretty she sad. Re- yeah, she she didn't want to be there. She's just working a shitty teaching job, man. You know, she let her get out of town. Oh, she was going to she's going to France. Oh, also, quick question. Why, this is all the way back at the beginning of the movie, but when that guy is like trying to give Alex like some religious pamphlet, which guy? Why is that teacher so oh. aggressively mean to him? Like, hey, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck your religion. She doesn't say that, but that's what she's implying. Well, that seems like somebody that took the pamphlet three years ago <laughs> in grad school. She's like, it's just you, there's no tunnel, there's no cheese at the end of that tunnel. Like, fool me once, you know what I mean? Um, question, well, a couple questions, but this kind of leads into it. You know, when Alex is rolling down the hill, when he's running from the police and he stops yep. right before that spike impales his face, how in the fuck Never did he stop? He was rolling down a hill uncontrollably. Wasn't his time. Death saved him. Well, that here's the, <laughs> the, the other thing. There's so many times at the end with that car, it will, a bunch of situations, but in particular the car where there's like the live wire on it, like where they should have just died. Like, why didn't death just kill him? He grabbed the wire. Easy. Just kill him there. Like, add way too much voltage. Make him just explode. And then the car explodes. Make something fly out and kill her. Like, you had it, death. You had it so many times. And you were just like, oh, I didn't send a projectile that time, I guess. I don't know. So also, that's just because it's not your turn it. doesn't mean you're immune to, like, just general injury. Or any, Ooh, that would have been well, something. And to, dying. That, that would have been a fun little thing. Like, are you, if it's not your turn, like... Are you in a loophole? Are you immortal for a little bit? No, maybe because he still has to get <laughs> no. you. I don't think because they because no, they still not. switch the design and like people they like they they jump the order and stuff. So no, I think you just die. Um, that's where I'm like, all right, Def, you're trying to Def, Death, you're trying just a little too hard now. Just do something different. Okay, even you before I mean? that, Alex got crushed by a tree. It fell on him, and then he was gonna die by drowning. Why couldn't the tree have just been enough to impale and then crush him? It wasn't his time. I think it was uh, though. It, it wasn't. It wasn't his time. Oh my! It just makes me Question. so mad. Question: Do you think mm-hmm. John Denver would appreciate had he been alive at the time of the movie? No, that he's the death song. <laughs> no, you know what? In my lifetime, so I never grew up when like John Denver was like making music. It was always post John Denver's like he's a joke. From the time I was a kid, John Denver mu- music has been made fun of. So I I could assume he's used to it. Would have been used to it. And be like, well, you know, it's better than nothing. They could have used Barry Manilow, but they used John fucking Denver. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Maybe there's a pride in it. John Denver always got made fun of in The Simpsons and all, like, other things. Will it go around the reasons- in circles? They could have <laughs> used some other songs. What goes around, goes uh, around, goes around. It's just Rocky Mountain High. Do they use that in any of the later ones? They ha- they should. They have to. Um, qu- Quick little animosity here. Um... Oh, sorry, I lost it. Oh, yeah, sorry. Quick animosity. I hate this in movies when, like, people are pretending to, like, bat away CGI in their face. In this movie, it's like the ash from the fire. And he's like, oh, get out of here. Clearly, he thought that was going to be a little more around him and a little more intense instead of that. And number two, same thing with puppetry. I like this a little more, obviously, because it's real stuff. But when people are just clearly being really gentle, hitting a puppet because they know they're going to break someone's hand in there. You can't break this. Yeah, essentially. Those, like, really hard, fake, weak hits where they're like, oh, spec swing really high, but then don't bring it down. Um, I'm trying to even think what the flames of the fire was. That just like, oh, death is after me, or like we're in. I'm in. That was after the teacher. In fact, I even said to Mark because we were kind of watching that part together. I'm like, I don't think this is a sign. I think he's reading too much and everything. That's just a guy burning some leaves. It's just a 
I did think it was weird though that that guy was burning his leaves that night in like a suburb Very area weird. too, and like not in the country, yeah. and just like kind of next to the sidewalk. Yeah, I guess there is just some on the weirdness curb with that. Street. Is hey, that it's just uh, it's just the Canadian neighbor, <laughs> eh? A uh, couple of bats hey, burn some leaves. A couple two or three bins of leaves. You want to suck down some labats? I'll get them. I'll get them going. Okay, so I cheated death. Just quick comment. I, 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 you know, get past the circle. If I didn't know it was coming back for me, I could still never leave a normal life again. I would still always be super paranoid that death's gonna be like, oh yeah. I mean, I guess we always find out at the end of these movies that he'll remember. He'll get back to it, but I would never be able to relax. I mean, so collectively, the crew though. Didn't believe Alex until about three or four deaths. Got hit. Yeah, I mean it took a while. <laughs> I mean I feel like nobody really believed it until Stifler got killed. You know, usually in these Jesus, yeah, really. Usually, actually, that's true, and that's way into it. Usually in these movies now that we really streamline that by two, they're like, "Oh my God, do you think death is after us and there's no escape anymore?" Yeah, exactly. Thanks, and then we're just off. But here's a question: Clear believed it from the get. Like she got out of the uh, off the plane on her own accord. Well, she just, she believed. She said she also got a feeling. She said she didn't see it, but she got a feeling. I feel like there would have been maybe a couple oh. more of those type of people just like, I don't know, I'm not too yeah, sure I, about that. I'm I feel like something might explode right now. Or that mm. guy planted a bomb mm. somewhere on this fucking plane. Uh, it turns out it was just all the people in the middle seats. We're getting off. Everybody get the fuck off this plane. Just middle seats. Uh, I have a comment and a follow-up question for you guys. So comment. Um, the the main like final destination situation that I'll say, like Mark and I will be driving, and I'll be like, oh, shit, final destination. And that's always when there's a truck in front of us with like logs or just something in the back just in front of us. And I'm like, get around that truck. That one specifically in the second final destination. But what are your final destination mo- moments where you're like on an elevator and you're like, oh, shit, final destination. That's going to drop on me kind of thing for me it's like when i'm in a group like a group of people like whether it be like a bus ride train ride etc like i look around i'm like these people look like a bunch of characters like it's just <laughs> like you got one of every race man woman child like it's just like that guy uh, this looks like a stock demographic we're pulling right now yeah, oh no yeah. mark's a, mark's an extra who's the one who's gonna get like, exactly. When you're just surrounded by extras, yeah, like a general cast. Yeah, but call. Mark and I are stoners, so we could be like the plucky comic relief until we might make it to the end, but we probably won't. We'll make it to the like last two or three. You know, plucky comic reliefs can go either way. You know, they usually make it pretty far though, but they don't always. They make it. They definitely make it far, but sometimes they live. That's true. They're getting injured. Oh, they are they getting are injured. Getting I'm a limping for sure. In yeah. fact, if I do die, um, it's because of the previous injury. Mine is always um, waiting for a train to come. Okay. Yeah, I, That's I get it. that. Mine is... And anytime I'm on a platform, I'm like, and I could trip or whatever. My, That's mine, it. Is spe- mine is specifically a ripoff from the second movie, but it's behind any truck with logs or anything like just big and loose in the back. I'm like, that's going to fly out and kill me. <laughs> yep. So I normally don't like to do this, and you don't have to have a long-winded answer if you don't. But since I never had seen this one, and I thought I'd have, so I guess I probably haven't seen the later mm-hmm. ones. Do the deaths in those get way so more elaborate? More elaborate. It just it's a lot. It's they're all way longer buildups. Like, oh, this blade's coming. It's rolling down here. Oh, but it stopped right there. Oh, but oh my god, it turns out it's a fire. We tricked you. That thing wasn't a blade. It was a flame of fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah they 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 do, they this one kind of like, felt. Uh, yeah. That's way more tri- was there was there one they, on they a try to add night Shyamalan like everything? I'm like, oh, that wasn't the clue. This was the clue, and now that guy's dick is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just uh, was watching the news was playing as I was eating supper and right after like Inside Edition was playing. Someone's dick gone? They just did an update. Yeah, they just did an update on uh, Lorena Bobbitt. She made a movie for Lifetime telling her side of the story. Oh, interesting. 
So topical. Tune into that, you know. <laughs> um, I I do I do have a oh shit that Lorraine Bob just took they out said anything the, fir- the, <laughs> the first just, they said this movie was the shortest like opening death sequence, so they all get kind of increasingly like, long and elaborate as it goes on. I like this concept, like the whole like death will follow you. I, Here's the like thing: the, the sequels the, are more fun for that, like the just because of that. The deaths are more elaborate. They just leaned in. They just leaned into. Yeah, more. you get more clues. Like, there's way more clues coming. Like, oh, how is it going to happen? I mean, and they it gets so gory. It kind of just becomes that. It was there. There was one. I I know I've seen it. They're at like an amusement park, right? Uh, it's a NASCAR. Oh no! You know, oh, you're, no, you're right. A there's, no, there's a roller coaster one. There, I've okay. seen, I've there, seen that one. A, the second one, I'm pretty sure, is a highway car accident where a logging truck just takes out like a bunch of cars. The third one, that I really think, I think the third one is the roller coaster. Fourth one, I think, is like a NASCAR event. And then, isn't there a three a three three D? Do they do that? I think that's the NASCAR. Oh, they, one. I, they definitely got in on that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I mean, I kind of lost track, but the, honestly, I like them though. They're, I like scary movies, and like these are just kind of fun ones. It, it just you're just waiting. It's in. It's all antici- anticipation. In oh my god, it's all anticipation for the death. It's just it's fun. Um, here's a weird animosity. The uh, actress that plays Clear, mm-hmm. I recognize her from a, a few things, but she has brown hair in this, and she normally has blonde hair. True. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Superficial. Yeah, sometimes it just seems like unnatural. Yeah. It just uh, I I don't know. It seems like blondes are natural color, um, but with Claire's character, um, midway through the movie, or probably by the time they end up at the morticianer's office, it seems like they created a love interest between her and Alex. Although I don't even think they oh, kissed. Oh yeah, she starts calling him baby really quick. Yeah, we noticed that too. It's weird, and it doesn't seem like Alex. It seemed like he was dealing like going crazy and dealing with the death stuff. Yeah, but so she was like, oh, well, this so is a thing. That's how hers manifested. Oh baby, I mean, she obviously had, I believe, like parent and family issues though, because they got killed. Yeah, we make that pretty evident at the beginning when everyone's family shows up and hers doesn't. But she seems like she thought hers would. Yeah, um, when I saw that, I'm like, where'd she get the money to go to Paris? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this isn't included like at, with the class. I, I hate how they called it a field trip. That's not a field trip. A field trip on their field way to Paris. I'm like, what? Yeah, a field trip also doesn't oh, go speaking overseas. of Paris, this is almost a favorite aspect. I like that Alex came to Paris with his planned details with the, uh, Pepe Silvia still, when he's like, <laughs> I wonder how they did die. Actually, let me take out my plan here. He came with that in mind. He was so ready for that pitch. So I'll ask the end of the movie, those guys aren't going to Paris. They may never get on a plane well, again. Not only that, so they're in Paris, and like now Death's like, all right, those guys. And he goes there. They can never <laughs> oh, get back to yeah. that. They can never get back. I totally forgot. Anytime they try to get back, they're going to sink on a boat or die on a plane. It's a miracle they got overseas. Well, I wish this was a more they pop- get on a plane again? That's just in fact, absurd. because we know that Clear Ali Carter or Ali, what sorry, whatever her name is, uh, makes it into the next movies. We know that she got back from Europe somehow. Yeah. Well, I mean, she couldn't just stay there. What's up? Um. So do they? I, I don't want to do this. I hate doing right. this one. There's like a franchise, but I'm more curious. What, how do they explain Alex being gone? He just moved on with his life, or he died by the beginning of the next. I've one? seen the second one. I did by, see that. By the beginning of every movie, everybody's dead from the following one. Ex- no, but she she came she's into the, the next only one, though, one. Right? She's the only one that's ever done it. She locked herself in an insane asylum in a padded room that somehow never locked her in and never caught on fire. I did think that. that like, okay, so. If we're if we're trying to avoid death, which 
Alex goes to, and I, all I could think of was Twister. It's like you're gonna hide in there with the knives. Right. Like, why did he? Why? Why didn't he pick a safer place? Death can't get me in this cabin. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you thinking? And here's what annoyed death, me the most about that Every time someone always do, would, would do that, I would always make it explode from something they didn't see coming. I might just like do like a gas leak chloroform situation. Yeah, uh, like, oh, you. Where do you think all this electricity came from, dipshit? <laughs> yeah. That... I, I do have a question, though. All this like rigorous measures of duct tape and putting pads on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex was doing. I'm like, you're gonna use a kerosene lantern? Yeah, yeah I thought you that fucking, too. Are you kidding me? Like, I know it's been a stressful. I mean, for God's sake, the teacher days. died from a little bit of alcohol spilling on the top of a computer, and that exploded into her neck. So, a kerosene lamp? My God! God, she was spilling Hers, that everywhere. Like, her death seemed more personal, oh. like like than anybody else. I would, else. Like, I would Jesus, agree with that. You really I, went for everyone her. else. Pretty much died instantaneously. She got like three different fatal hits, yeah. and then she burned. <laughs> Yeah, uh, she was a little bit mean to Alex, though. I will That's say true. that. Though I'm her, like, her, right, her and down. Todd got a death. Really had a vendetta. Uh, what else do you guys have for questions? I Tom? actually, I gotta go back. I, I don't think Todd and Todd is the one that died at the beginning. It's best friend who slipped in the tub. I don't think Death thought it was gonna go that way. No. I thought he thought he was dealing with a lot more hit by a bus situations. Like, whoa, holy <laughs> shit! That one really, Jesus, Todd. Uh, anyway, did, did you guys? That's why the that's why the water backtracked. He's like getting the fuck. Yeah, out usually of I like here. to make this look like an accident, but uh, whew. um, I I don't know how many more animosities I have. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty uh, much out. Questions. I mean, I, I could move on to best death. Do you guys want to go through that? Let's go on to best death. Best death. Best death. All right, we're, we're bringing back one of our Halloween categories, but this is a horror movie, so it totally works. Uh, best death. Just to quickly go through them, we have the beginning plane explosion, kills everybody. We have Todd the brother. He dies in the, uh, hanging himself. We have the girlfriend who dies by whoa, getting Whoa, whoa, hit. he didn't hang himself. Slipped he, in the bathroom. Okay. Death hanged him. That's, that's fair. That's death fair. Did hang him. Death hanged him. Uh, we have uh, Terry, the girlfriend. She gets hit by a bus. We have the teacher, uh tawny or something like that she i mean she gets stabbed she gets a neck wound she gets stabbed in the chest and then uh she burns uh we have billy he gets decapitated by the train um we and then then i'll just say paris ending happens which uh, we don't really see anybody die but it alludes to the fact that people die so out of those what's your guys's favorite so this isn't the best death but i do just want to say that billy's stifler's is surprising in the fact that you don't see a half head decapitation very often, and I no, quite you enjoy don't get that. the whole. You always go whole. Or if, you do, if you do, it's from the mouth and does that open mouth slam uh, thing where it's going to slide yeah, off yeah, yeah. kind of thing. You know, this one was yeah. kind of fun. I had to like double check. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is that from? What the half mouth? Or the or, yeah, or just like it's like the head just slides L- off. Like but. like twenty scary movies. <laughs> I can like Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship's one of them where a wire cuts through an entire crowd. They got one of them in there. I guess I should. Um, I mean, they can probably tell, but I don't watch a lot of horror movies. So like to me, I've not. I don't feel like you see a lot of just half head decapitation. I liked it. There's a barbed wire fence in the second one that I think does that kind of same. That's true. A van explodes and uh, oh, barbed trickle wire down fence like flies um, what's the dick guy's name again? Carter. Carter. Sweet tribal band tattoo. Pretty dope. That makes sense. Um, 
What, what were we on? Oh, best out. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to give mine. It's it's. I think I'm going to give it to the plane explosion. This is a bit of a cheat because it's like everybody, but it's the most elaborate one. Like that, and I remember initially when I watched it as a kid, the fire burning Alex's face in the plane always kind of like freaked me the fuck out. Oh, you're doing the like the dream almost. Yeah, oh, the I first guess that's one. Real. I, I guess that's a premonition. I guess I can't do that because, like, all I, you're right. Okay, I'm gonna take that back because it's cheating. Because all those are the best in the movie because it's it's a long, huge shot of everybody dying individually. It's the most so elaborate. That's cheating. I think that's cheating, and it's not we real. We don't like cheaters here. I, okay, so I can switch my, my favorite. Death. Then, oh, go ahead. Sorry, you're still talking. Mine's the teacher then because <laughs> oh, she gets like she gets like three different hits. It takes forever. Like it's the most elaborate death that actually happens. You get the John Denver. I, I'm going to go with that as my favorite death as well. Okay, so we're a broken record. That one's just the most fun because it doesn't stop. It's like uh, it just keeps coming. And then when you think that like Alex will come and save her, mm-hmm. like the chair falls on her and like stabs her again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there it is, death. Now you're that also now happens you're really in the second on. movie. Only that happens with an airbag in someone's head and a spike. Um, okay, so we're probably not. We we might, but we probably won't get on to any of the other Final Destination movies. So, if there is a favorite death from the franchise that you people like listening in, write us up at coldclassicspodcast uh, gmail or more importantly, just hit us up on Instagram or Twitter, social media on the movie posters, and let us know what your best death and favorite deaths were from the final, uh, the final, not Final Fantasy, from the Final Destination franchise. See, I mean, could happen to anybody. It's hard to do. Um, it's hard to do. I'll quickly say though. I don't think it's the best death or my favorite, but the end death um, when Carter gets killed, it's like, oh no, it continues. So like that one's like a little bit fun. That's probably the best. Uh, we're not there yet, but that's probably the best quote from the movie. It's just the only quote really. He's like, well, who's next? <laughs> Bang. I think that, you know, that's the movie. Card. That's the movie poster. Yeah. I would say uh, I, I would make the movie pay- poster not who's done it, but who's next. Yeah, I'll work on that. <laughs> I'll workshop that. <laughs> All right, let's do some recasting. Uh, let's go at the bottom of the list. I would say the eight. Does anyone yeah, have any? Obviously, we're just going to recast the survivors, right? I would imagine. Did I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I put those agents down, but I don't need to do it. Adam Baldwin could be either of them. That's all. <laughs> Ter- uh, let's start with Terry, the girlfriend, the bus, the bus crash, the bus death. Uh, I did Hayden Penetier. Oh, I good like one. that. Uh, also, I just got done playing a game called Until Dawn that's like a horror video game start that she's part of, so I think that's kind of why she's on my mind. I did Amy Smart, kind of a looks thing. Hmm, okay. I'm fine with those ones. Jordan, you have anybody? Nope. Okay, moving on. Who did you have for... Uh, let's do Valerie, the teacher. I mean, Jordan, you, this is the person you had, I'm imagining. You did Carla Gugino... Uh, uh, I didn't. Ooh. I thought about that. Gugino. I like her. She's hot. Gugino. God, I couldn't say it. Carla Gugino. Uh, she's, she, uh, the she's the mom from House on Haunted Hill. Or, sorry, The Haunting of Hill House. She's the mom from The Haunting of Hill House. She's on... Wait, am I thinking of... Maybe I'm thinking of the right... Is she on Entourage? Yeah. Yeah, she's the okay. agent on Entourage, the curator in Night at the Museum, and a celebrity slash actor crush of mine. But no, I want Olivia Wilde. Oh, okay, interesting. It's a yeah, looks I'm like cool. thing. She she had an Olivia Wilde feel to me. I like Olivia Wilde. Toss her in the movie. Hmm, I'm cool with that. Vera Farmiga, Vera Farmiga from, I think she's in The Conjuring. That voice. I mean, that name is very Ooh, familiar. I know who that is. She's yeah. like the she's like the the mom. In she's the in um 
up in the air and uh okay i got you the I got departed you. right that, Ooh, that I lady li- i like that a lot actually i like that, that one's actually really good that's better she's probably the best actress out of everybody said mm, agreed um who did you have for billy I kept it with I kept that so that's Stifler right I kept it within the family of American Pie and I did Chris Klein. Okay, I feel like Stifler should have been Carter. Like like you know what I mean? He's kind of a Stifler. He was miscast because he is Stifler. Or one of the friends maybe just because like he was too stupid in this maybe he was like it was a very tame. Yeah. It wasn't like him being a dick. It was just him being a doofus, kind of, which was, I don't it know. It just aged weird because he, it, like, he what wasn't he completely into, yeah. then Stifler. And since then, it's like, he's, it's just Stifler. It's Sean William Scott, you know, Stifler. Uh, I did Matthew Lillard. I just did a scream uh, parallel. It's a good one. Um, Jordan, did you have anyone? No, I just pretty much had the Olivia Wild. Mine <laughs> would just be regurgitating stuff, but, um, yeah. Let's move uh, on to Todd. Um, I, I I did a faculty here and I put Josh Hartnett in there for Todd. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I had him. Maybe I was thinking for someone else, but I I, I had him there. I I just want him in the movie. Mark, who'd you have? I I'm not really happy with mine, but I had Seth Green. Oh, yeah. I like that actually. I, funny enough, he was on my mind, but that's because I watched uh, not Can't Hardly Wait. No, yeah, I watched Can't Hardly Wait the other week. So you know. I have that curly-haired friend from Road Trip. Okay. Whoever the fuck that guy is. Let's do Carter. Uh, okay. I also could have seen uh, Josh Hartnett there. I thought about it because he'd essentially be playing his faculty, like, edgy guy again. Sure. But I went, uh, I went Dave Franco. Not James Franco. I went oh, Dave. Oh, I like that. I like it could, that. It could have been oh. Dave, Dave Franco. It should have been James Franco, but I want to give Dave Franco more roles. So. It's a good one. I did Ben Affleck, a la Dazed and Confused. That makes okay. sense. <laughs> I did Chris Evans, a la Not Another Teen Movie. I like that. Or the Dick Boyfriend from uh, yeah, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Scott Go Pilgrim, back and listen yeah. to our episode of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mm-hmm. Um, who did you guys have for Clear? God, I hate that so much. I do too. Clear. Um, I, I, I've, I've, I, I'm pretty happy with mine. I did um, Eliza Dushku. She is in Bring It On. She's like the friend. Oh, uh, yeah. She, she's also in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. She's like the leader of the, like, the crew. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. She was a 90s That's actress. a good one. It was a little more prevalent in like 2000s. I went with Julia Stiles, just A, looks-wise. Ju- Mark's got a Julia Stiles crush. You've been throwing her out a lot. Oh, no. Have I really? I'm, or, I'm, or I'm, we both done it. Might be I have a Julia Stiles. You two collectively, I've put her in almost every movie. <laughs> no. Well, any '90s maybe, movie. Maybe, maybe. I, I like. Go Julia. back I'm and a, listen to I, her. I had a crush on Julia Things Stiles. I hate about you. Hey man, I'm not going to hate on it either. Uh, nice. Um, mine's just Nev Campbell, but it's just. I was going to put Nev Campbell, but I've put, I've done her the last like two episodes too, so I couldn't do it. But yeah. this, this one's perfect. Um, who do we have for Alex? Let's do Bloodworth first. Oh, I actually didn't do that. Um, Slugsworth. Give me some. Uh, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. Or I'm, trying to, I'm trying Death. to think of like another horror per- I mean, the person that plays uh, Freddy Krueger makes a lot of cameos. We could just stick him in there, too. Um, I'm actually going to flip it on its head, and that's where I'll put Matthew Lillard. Old Matthew Lillard, because he's the Current. original killer in Scream. Interesting. Okay. There you go. I like that. And he'd be weird. Now we could do Alex. 
Uh, oh, yeah, the cats were missing. Alex, uh, the lead character. I put Elijah Wood. Did another faculty thing. It entered my head. I did young, Titanic age Leonardo DiCaprio. Hmm. Okay. We're shooting for the stars. I love it. <laughs> right. He made the beach. Just look. I mean, they weren't all hits. I like. Cameron and I just watched Tammy and the T Rex, so I'm going with Young Paul Walk. Nice, nice, oh, nice. Young that would have killed. killed. That would have been good. I mean, no pun he belongs in a movie like this. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, just uh, casting uh, or an unverified and a recasting trickle down. Uh, originally, uh, they reached out to Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst to play the Alex and Clear roles, and then, of course, we all know they went on to later star in Spider Man. That would have worked. I think it yeah. really would have. I it totally would have worked. Uh, fun, funny when I when I put Elijah Wood in. Funny enough, I did think, oh, could Toby McGuire do it? And I was like, too weird. Uh, do we want to move on to the Holy Trinity? Holy Trinity. Alrighty, uh, next category we have is Holy Trinity. It is where we fit three character actors into any role in the film and try to make it work. This week, we're going to go Andy Dick. <laughs> Sorry, I cracked up just by thinking about it. Uh, Andy Dick, Nick Cage, and Christopher Walken. Okay, Andy let's Dick, st- Nick Cage, Christopher Walken. Let's start with Christopher Walken, because I feel like Andy Dick's always kind of like the cherry on top. Um, Christopher Walken, I would make him death. Oh, I knew He's going to be the creepy I, I, I mortician to that's going to be just giving him warnings. I'd put him as um, Todd's dad. Uh, I, I want to like him. He would. He'd act Shame. the shit out of that that sorrow. He would. It'd almost be too real. Yeah. Too real. You know. Too real. Mark, who do you? Where do you have? Yeah, I do. I mean, death. Death would be kind of a creepy walk, and I, I do like that. Um, and, and, and like Andy, he's all in like the Candyman's kind of having fun with it too, and it's like playful. So it could also be kind of like a little bit of a like a whimsical like uh, walk, and not so scary. You know. Yeah, that's probably the best spot for him. Uh, who do we have next? You have Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage. Uh, See, that's where I I put him as death. Okay. Ooh, that's a good. Okay. You just you just I mean, don't I, get it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's much more intense warnings. See you later. See yeah, you. I don't know. Only in this. See you only later. This movie, we're actually maybe going to see Nicholas Cage in the background of some of these shots, just watching him. Like, oh, he could actually play Carter too. Just be the angry fucking. I thought dick. about that. He probably would be the best Carter because we would just have constant outrages. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him as Carter as well. I'll put him as the just the teacher that survives, male teacher. You switch know. it up a bit. Sure. Okay. Switch it up. Andy Dick or an agent maybe. Oh, oh yeah, actually, I forgot about really the agents. Good. Just toss He'd him be in the there. one that gives him the creeps because at that point you, you'd actually like have a Nicholas Cage staring you down and be like, hey, sometimes you give me the creeps, and it probably would be. <laughs> um, who, Andy Dick I got my Andy least, Dick sure. 100% Andy Dick I want to be Carter Imagine him as like the, the pseudo Just like angry like macho guy God damn it y'all being a bunch of bitches Get out of the aisle <laughs> I want to take off this fucking fight so, But you're all just blocking the aisle <laughs> I, I thought about that And we're going into line reading So I like right. it right So I'm going to go as Todd He's like 
What, you want to sit by that hot chick and have to d- d- drop a load <laughs> after fucking... And then I want to see him, like, how he handles the bathroom scene and gets killed and see him flailing around getting strangled. I think that's the I think that's the best scenes for his talent. I'm not even going to pick one because those just took the cake. That's that's great. <laughs> You're going to be sitting on her for eight hours and she'll drop be thinking you big load. <laughs> Like, I think that's where it's at. Uh, so for our uh, Holy Trinity, it's just a random picking character actors out of a shuffle. So you can write us in on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or you can email us at cultclassicspodcast at gmail.com to give us more uh, more options for our Holy Trinity character actors. We want to we wanna have more people to, to draw from, so make sure you hit us up. Moving on to quotes. Favorite quotes. Let's do some quotes. Um, I have none. Yeah, okay, this movie isn't the most quotable. The line delivery, it's not a bad enough cult classic to have like bad line delivery. It's just like an okay 90s movie. But I do have a few. And just to start it off light, there are no accidents, no coincidences, no escape. You can't cheat death. So that's our tagline? Uh, yeah, I, that's from uh, Bloodworth, the, the mortician, uh, naturally. Um, I have uh, the best funny line in the entire movie. Um, it's Carter, after everyone's first warning him, like, come on, man, you got to listen to us. And he walks away saying, I'm never going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that's, that. That, that was funny. like that was like a petulant child. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did enjoy that. Uh, does anyone else have any other quotes before I finish off the only other one I have? Um. Uh, who, the who's next at the end is, yeah, yeah. The who's next is is a good line. That's just a huge tag to set up the whole entire franchise. Uh, the, did you think that they were going to set up for multiple movies, or did you just see this yeah, from the 100%. time when they already had them? That okay. that ending yeah. is essentially a, a huge cash grab. Yeah, gotcha. Um, the only other quote I have because it's not a very quotable movie is I'm not going Dahmer on you guys. It just is. <laughs> that's something you say as you're going Dahmer and looking it in the eyes. Uh, that's all I had for quotes. If we missed something, I'm sure we didn't. Uh, hit us up. You know how. But uh, uh, we're moving on to Mount Rushmore. Top four. Mount Rushmore. Top four. Okay, Mount Rushmore. Okay, welcome to Mount Rushmore. Uh, this is an open forum this week. We're just going to be talking about movies with memorable plane crashes. Uh, it's going to probably be a little hard because we're doing this off the top of our heads to get a good four through one. But I'm going to try to start with a light one. So we'll just start early. We have like uh, we have flight the Denzel Washington one where he inverted the bird. Uh, that's that I'm one. I'm actually right? gonna I'm gonna toss Sully and Flight to the same one. Because they're practically the same movie, I even really though they're do, not at I all. I really do confuse the, those two. They came out kind of around the same time, right? They did. Well, that plane crash, one was fictional, one was real. They both had like the two best actors of their day, Denzel Washington Tom and Hanks. Tom Hanks. They were in Philadelphia together. I know they're very different, but all in all, it's a deep impact. It's two legends making a plane movie at the same time. About a crash. So I'll accept that for, for number four on our list. I'm going to put number three. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a, I think this crash scene is better than my number two. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to say uh, Castaway, that crash scene That's is intense. maybe the best part of the movie. And especially for the years it came out, it seemed way advanced for its time. 
really good. You probably don't even remember how he got to the goddamn island. No, it's intense. <laughs> the beginning when he's out in the water and stuff, and like the planes going in, that's intense. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna counter yours with the less serious one, but also still a good crash scene. And it's Con Air when the plane comes down in Vegas and just ends up wiping out the like casinos. You got the blade going through, chopping stuff. It's a good plane crash scene. So I agree with that. Plus, we did a little talking before this. I just want my name also attached to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, not so Cameron gets sole credit for bringing up Con Air. <laughs> and, and I just want to let that be known. Mark and myself also talked about Con Air. Uh, just, just, just for the record. <laughs> uh, is, is it, does it look great? No. But is it cool that they crashed through all of Vegas? And is it fun? And is it Con Air? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm going to throw an honorable mention out there. And it's uh, the end of Air Force One when the plane hits the water and starts rolling and folding in half with that dick agent on board. If I recall, that looks fake. Oh, right? yeah. That's why it's an honorable mention. There's a couple honorable mentions you can do where plane crashes happen, but you don't really get to see what goes on. Like, we are Marshall. It's kind of just like a flash. Right. That's a big part of the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's, that's a much cheaper way to get around that whole situation. So... We're make, I'll make one caveat that isn't a movie, but since it's the whole premise of the goddamn TV show, I'm going to put Lost on there. I was thinking about that, too. Lost makes sense. I mean, that whole thing. Just honorable mention. Um, yeah, like, I'm sure there's many, many like war movies or like Star Wars, but I'm kind of like the, the, the what made me think about this movie and Final Destination is like, Crash from the point of the view from the people inside the plane. Right, right. I, I agree with that. Uh, this is also on uh, honorable mention, just kind of a video game, so cross parallel. But Uncharted, I think it's three. You survive a plane crash. Mark, I have to take your word. Mark, you're currently playing that. Let me know when you get to that point. You know, I've never seen it. Flight of the Phoenix, the original with Jimmy Stewart, or the remake with um, Dennis Quaid. I assume they're the. They're they're playing crashes, so it must be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So I'll just throw it out there, Cameron. You may remember this movie, The Edge, in 1996, uh, starring sounds super duper Anthony familiar. Hopkins yeah. and um, that's a plane crash. It's a I thought it was just a bear movie. Yeah, but I think they crash, and that's why they have no, to No, they're just up in a cabin, right? Oh, maybe you're right. I kind of can't remember. Right well, along somebody... with that is a movie called Alaska, 1996. Yeah, that makes sense. Damn Ooh, it. Doing that blue pretty... screen. Can't damn do it, it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn uh, it. Yeah, I see the Alaska one. Should we move on to, I think, what everyone's number one is? Yeah, so Cameron, like, this this movie I was so hyped for. It's um, starring Liam Neeson. It's called The Grey. Seems like it was going to be the best wolf movie since Dances with Wolves, but it turns <laughs> out it wasn't. It really but did like, seem. It really did hype you up for a lot of hand to wolf paw combat, but uh, until the very end, it's mostly just wolves sniping people uh, in the darkness if you trail behind. But, but, but the plane crash sequence word, at the beginning of this movie is insane and intense. It's really crazy. It it's so good, and I think we we named some really good movies like Castaway, but I honestly think The Grey. Man, it is gritty and in your face. Unlike the rest of the movie, that plane crash is amazing. <laughs> he has another. Is he have another plane movie too? Yeah, non- I was about nonstop. To say, yeah, nonstop. <laughs> I think he also has one where like there's a lot of turbulence. I don't know if it ever goes down, but he definitely flies through uh, the air. I believe looking that it's for a nonstop. Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Snakes on a plane? Do they make it? I've never seen it. Oh yeah, actually, snakes on the plane. Snake on a plane. I think they kind of. You know, scrape in at the end, right? It's hard to say. Uh, Final Mark- destination probably has to be on a list somewhere. Yeah, we should honorable mention if it. It could almost be like a f- the number four on this list. It's Especially a pretty good that, That's a graphic, intense, like in within the plane and interior, like Crash Two. Granted, they don't survive, but like in most of these movies, but the two best ones for real though are um, like How about Top Gun, are- Goose. We count that. Crash. They didn't crash. I mean, it eventually just, did. Uh, 
They bailed. That's true. <laughs> they bailed. Um, Goose. Nobody cared when he died. Not even his wife. She's just like, Maverick, you get back up there. Nobody will worry about Goose. Well, if we ever go on to watch the sequel, it sure seems like it affected his son a lot. Well, I suppose that was going to come out this summer, and they probably postponed it till next year. I would imagine. Or just like with straight to something. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, a, a lot of those were good, but, uh, the gray is probably the best gray and castaway as far as like a realistic depiction, maybe of a plane crashing from the interior. Uh, thanks for listening to our take on final destination. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe and tell your friends if you enjoy this, uh, pass the word on, especially in these times we're all looking for things to do. And, uh, we definitely ramble on. It can kill some hours for you. And if you're a real fan and only a true fan and you like what we're doing, let us know and maybe leave a review on either, you know, iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Yep, make sure yep. to rate and review on whatever your podcast app is. And uh, make sure to follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. To all of our new followers and listeners, we appreciate uh, the chance and hope you stick around. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.